Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. Last week, we talked all about how to create my favorite breakfast, a satisfying smoothie that's not just going to hold you over, but it's also going to be delicious. Today, I want to talk about how to create a satisfying salad, especially since we are entering into the warmer months. If you are listening to this in real time, it is June. Salads are just so delicious and so refreshing, at least in my opinion. But I think oftentimes we get a salad at a restaurant that is so delicious and so satisfying and we have no idea how to recreate that at home. Why is it that the salads you get when you're eating out or you're getting takeout, why is it that they feel so much more satisfying than the ones you make at home? At least the good ones, that is. Today, I want to talk to you about what makes a really delicious and really satisfying salad. So we know from our conversations about satisfaction that there are two components to satisfaction. There's sensory satisfaction, so the tastes and the textures, the flavors of the food and the experience of eating, and then there's also satiety. We want our food to keep us physically satisfied and full. So on the satiety side of things, we know that we want our salad to have some produce. Produce, vegetables, fruit, this is going to provide some fiber or quite a bit of fiber as well as some micronutrients so it's going to nourish our bodies and it'll also help to keep us full. And of course, it's a salad, so that's generally the base of most of our salads is some sort of a green, some sort of produce. But in order for our salad to actually keep us full and satiated, we also need some sort of a protein. But I don't know about you, just a salad with some greens and some protein is not that appealing and not that satisfying to me. It might fill me up, at least for a short period of time, having that fiber and having that protein, but we need more to it to make it both sensory satisfying as well as actually physically satisfying and hold us over for more than an hour. 
So we need some sort of a fat on there to hold us over a little bit longer. And this is often the dressing. Not every dressing is high in fat. There are some dressings that are more fruit-based and might be a little bit lower in fat. Um, and we don't need to analyze that. Just having the knowledge of, okay, this is a sweeter dressing, so maybe I want another fat on top of my salad. So toppings like some chopped nuts or some avocado or some cheese. That's also going to add some fats to it to keep it more satisfying. And, and we'll talk about how that's also going to make it more satisfying to our senses as well. And maybe you also want a carb on there. Often this comes in the form of fruit or dried fruit, maybe a starchier vegetable, especially if it's kind of like a winter salad and you might have some roasted sweet potatoes or butternut squash or delicata squash, something like that on there. Or sometimes it's a grain like quinoa or farro. And sometimes your salad won't have a carb, and that's okay too. Balance happens over time. As long as you've got some fiber, some protein, some fat, it will keep you a lot more full than if you just have that green salad with veggies on top. That might keep you full for a little while, but it's certainly not a full meal. So let's dig in a little bit to the sensory side of things, because we can pull together a salad that has some greens, a protein, and then whatever dressing we find in our fridge. And that's going to generally keep us pretty full, but it might not be as satisfying as those restaurant salads that really stand out to us. So what is it about the salads that stand out to us? Oftentimes, it is the flavor foundations that we talk about, taste, texture, and temperature. Remember that our taste buds want variety and balance. If there are a variety of tastes and textures and temperatures within any type of meal that we are enjoying, but a salad especially, it's going to be more appealing. It's going to be more appealing to our eyes and we eat with our eyes first, and it's going to be more appealing to our taste buds. And having a balance of different flavors is also going to help this as well. So let's dig into those three components, and then we will build a satisfying salad together. My whole goal is that you will learn from this how to take your salads that you make at home to the next level so you can enjoy your salads more, so it doesn't feel like one of those foods that you're just eating because it's healthy. I am all for eating foods because they're nutrient-dense, but we want them to be satisfying too, because no matter what, try, what type of healthy habits we are trying to create, if they're not satisfying, they're not going to last. So if you want to eat more salads, if you want to get more greens in, let's make them super satisfying. So number one flavor foundation is taste. If everything on your plate or everything on your salad tastes generally the same, it's going to be pretty boring. Think about the salad with iceberg lettuce, with cucumber, tomato, and green pepper. This is like a very classic, just kind of the house salad, right? Not much variety there. You know, you've got a little bit of acidity with the tomato, and then if you add the dressing, it's either going to add a little bit of acidity, maybe a little bit of fat, maybe a little bit of sweetness, depending on what type of dressing you pick. But it's still not quite there. It's not going to be that satisfying, and it's certainly not going to make up a full meal. So what if you just added some olives to the top of that? That instantly adds a little bit of extra texture, some different texture, and certainly a different taste to it. It's going to add some saltiness to it. The same thing if you're going to add some cheese to the top of it. Imagine that same exact salad, okay? Iceberg lettuce, cucumber, tomato, and green pepper, and then you add some Kalamata olives and feta cheese. 
you just turn that into basically a Greek salad. Add some Greek salad dressing to it, and oh my gosh, you have a delicious and satisfying Greek salad. Add some protein on top, and you basically have a meal. Super easy, but it's just thinking about, okay, how can I add more variety of tastes, and how can I maybe balance these tastes a little bit more? So imagine the same salad, we'll bring it back to the template, and you add some fresh or some dried fruit to the top of that. And maybe you add some candied nuts to that for some sweetness as well. It doesn't necessarily go with like the tomato and the green pepper, but maybe just take those away and have the iceberg lettuce or a romaine lettuce or spring greens with some cucumber and then add some fresh fruit, some dried fruit, some candied nuts. That is going to add a ton of different tastes to that very simple lettuce and cucumber. And you could also add some goat cheese to the top of that, bringing some balance into that, into the flavor profiles, right? So just adding a different taste. Remember the five tastes, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and umami, which is that savory type flavor that we often get from things like meat and mushrooms and soy sauce and cheese. So just bringing in, just knowing the different tastes or And just bringing in a little bit more variety to the flavors on your salad is going to make a huge difference. Also, in terms of flavor on salads especially, try dressing your greens before you put the toppings on. This is going to make a world of difference. This is a huge restaurant secret right there. I remember learning this in culinary school and going, wait, what do you mean you dress the greens first? (laughs) Instead of just pouring the dressing on top and then you have to mix it yourself, You could even use, some restaurants will use two different dressings, like a very basic dressing that they will dress the greens with and then put the toppings on and then drizzle another complimentary dressing on top. I see that done a lot. Even if it's just like lemon juice, olive oil, and a little bit of salt tossed with the greens, add the toppings on top and then add whatever dressing you want to put on that. It can make a huge difference. So try dressing your greens ahead of time. And then putting the tops on the top on toppings on. And then if you want a little bit of an extra dressing on top, you could add that on too. We're not talking about dousing your salad in dressing. And this is actually a really good segue into texture as well. We want the texture of our salad to be appealing. We don't want so much dressing on it that it's just a pile of mush. If you've ever had an overdressed salad, you know that I mean I I'm all for delicious salad dressings, but um, yeah, too much salad dressing on your salad is just going to make it kind of wilted and not very appealing. One of the things that's appealing about a salad, especially in the spring and the summer, is that it's crisp and cooling, especially in the heat of the warmer months. So texture is really important here. But there are a couple things that stand out when it comes to most restaurant salads, the ones that are really satisfying versus the salads we make at home. First of all, the actual um, size of the ingredients within your salad matters. So you want the ingredients that you put on your plate to be bite-sized. That's one of the reasons why chopped salads are really appealing. Imagine a wedge salad, okay? It might look good, but a wedge salad is really hard to eat. You're not going to pick up a quarter of a romaine or head of iceberg, I mean, iceberg lettuce and just like chomp on it. You have to cut it up. You have to like saw through it. It's like you're sawing through a steak of lettuce that barely has any flavor to it. And think about, you know, most restaurants will just kind of drizzle the dressing on top as well. And it doesn't hit all of the lettuce. You end up eating a ton of pieces of lettuce that are just plain lettuce and then some that are overly dressed because they were on the top. 
It's not really the most appealing salad, but a chopped salad that's been tossed with the dressing ingredients and everything is bite-sized and you get a bite of everything in one bite is so much more appealing to our taste buds. Now, this doesn't mean that every salad needs to be a chopped salad, but just making sure your ingredients are bite-sized so that when you are eating it, you can get more than one ingredient in a bite. You're not just eating a giant hunk of cucumber and then a giant hunk of lettuce and then a giant piece of tomato you're actually able to get the different flavors within multiple bites. So you are really getting the full experience of that salad. Even something as simple as just making sure your ingredients are bite size can make a huge difference in texture. And the second thing in texture is variety, 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 okay? So imagine that salad that I mentioned at the very beginning, okay? We've got some iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce, cucumber, tomato, and green pepper. There's not a huge variety of texture here. Everything is a raw vegetable, and so it's a little, it's crisp, it's cooling, So how can we add some variety to that? You could add some croutons on top. I mentioned the olives. They have a little bit of a different texture. You could make it a Southwest salad. You could add some tortilla um, tortilla chips, I guess, or strips on top. You could add some chopped nuts. You could add something creamy like cheese or avocado. Varying that texture will add more interest to the salad. And when we add toppings that have some fat in them as well, so we know that the dressing is going to have, typically going to have some fat in it as well, this improves the mouthfeel of our dish. So I talked about this when I've talked about satisfaction before, but Fat is not just something that helps to keep us full. It actually works from a culinary perspective in adding mouthfeel to and, and satisfaction in that way to the meals that we eat. So just adding some chopped nuts or some avocado or some cheese is going to enhance the satisfaction of your meal from both a nutrition and a culinary perspective. So just think about that as well. And it's one of those reasons a lot of salads get labeled as being unhealthy because there's so much fat in this salad. I'm all about balance, right? We want a variety of different nutrients as well as a variety of different tastes. And you don't need to have like 15 different ingredients on your salad for your salad to be satisfying. You just need variety and balance, right? So variety, balance with taste, variety and balance with texture. And then let's talk about temperature a little bit. This is a great way to make a salad stand out. You don't need a variety of temperature within your salads, but it is something, especially in the fall and the winter time, it can be physical temperature from a warm protein or um, some sort of a warm vegetable like some roasted sweet potatoes like I mentioned or a winter squash on top of a cold salad, that can make such a difference just having that variety of temperature. And this could also be perceived temperature. Something more spicy with something more cooling. Think a buffalo chicken salad with a cool blue cheese or a ranch on top. The same thing with a Southwest type salad. If you've got a little bit of a more spicy chipotle lime dressing, and then you top that with some um, cooling vegetables, and then you have some cotija cheese on there, maybe some corn for a little bit of sweetness that counters that out a little bit. There's some variety of temperature there too. Remember, temperature is physical temperature and it's also, so that's hot or cold, and it's also perceived temperature. So the ingredients that make us feel like something is hot, so warming spices and then things like, you know, cayenne pepper and chili powder. 
And it could also be, or actual hot peppers as well, or things that are cooling, things like yogurt or sour cream or mint are more cooling, cucumbers are more cooling. So just having that variety and balance in there can also make a big difference. Again, it's not a must, but all of these things are just little reminders when you are creating your salad at home that you can add more variety and more balance to the flavors, not just the nutrients on your salad. And this can make a huge difference in how satisfying it is to you. So let's build a satisfying salad together from start to finish. I'll give you guys two examples of some really satisfying salads that are very different from one another, just to give you a couple examples, and then you can go home and create your own satisfying salads. And if you do, I hope you guys will tag me over on Instagram, take a picture of it, throw it up in your stories, tag me. I want to see your delicious, satisfying salads. So let's start by taking my steakhouse salad. So this is a um, kind of a spin on a the salad that you would get at most steakhouses. So the base is some sort of a lettuce. I like using romaine and radicchio for this one. They're crisp and cool, but they have a little bit more flavor to them than iceberg lettuce and also a few more nutrients as well. So let's mix up the veggies a little bit. Instead of just having greens, I like to top it with some chopped cucumber, some grape or cherry tomatoes that are either halved or quartered, depending on the size. Remember, we're going for bite size. And some red onion, chopped small, because big pieces of red onion are not that appealing to me or most people, for that matter, I believe. (laughs) So the tomato adds a little bit of acidity. The red onion adds a hint of bitterness and also some texture. It's a little bit of a different texture than the cucumber and the tomato. And we're going to balance that out with the creamy dressing as well. So let's talk about a protein. So for the steakhouse salad, typically a hot chunk of steak, chunk, a hot piece of steak (laughs) on top, nice and sliced so it's bite-sized is typically my choice, but you could also do chicken or salmon or you can make it veggie and add a bean on top instead, but we want some sort of um, flavor to our protein as well. We don't just want something like a plain chicken breast on top. That's not that appealing. Add some flavor to it. And then I also like to add some hard-cooked egg. This also adds a little bit of fat for some mouthfeel too. And again, that's chopped up. Instead of just throwing a whole egg on top, it's going to be chopped. So that mixes in with the salad and adds to the flavor. So we want to add some variety to this now, okay? So we've got our protein, we've got our produce, we've got some fat in there. Let's add some variety. Adding some blue cheese on top adds some tanginess and a little bit of saltiness. And I love adding some sliced black olives as well. And then top with that blue cheese dressing on the top. There isn't a huge variety in texture here. There aren't any like chopped nuts or anything like that. You could add croutons to the top of this if you want as well. But there's enough variety and balance and flavors and textures and temperature from that steak or whatever protein you choose on top to make this really satisfying and really flavor-packed. So let's take it a different route and build a superfood kale salad. So this is a more veggie-packed salad. This is going to be one that's a little bit sweeter and on kind of the the opposite end of the spectrum, and we can still balance it out in variety and balance with taste and with satiety. So let's start with a base of kale. Kale in and of itself is a little bitter, and it needs a little bit of love. So we're going to make sure to chop it really small so it is bite-sized so that we're not eating giant chunks of kale all at once. And this is also going to help it to absorb the dressing that we're going to massage into it to improve the texture. So we'll massage it with a homemade honey mustard dressing. The sweet and a little bit of the sour will counteract the bitter. 
We'll make sure that those greens are dressed. So we're going to massage that so the kale starts to break down just a little bit. We're not going to massage the heck out of it, but just enough so that the dressing absorbs in there and it's really flavorful. We're going to top that with some fresh berries. It's the springtime, so berries are coming into season. I love topping it with strawberries and blueberries. Strawberries are a little bit sweeter. Blueberries are a little bit more sour. And these also add some color to it. Remember, we eat with our eyes, so a variety of color is also really appealing. So we've got kind of a sweet and sour dressing on top of our kale, which is a little bit bitter and has a little bit of texture to it. Um, But overall, we've got a lot of kind of sweet and sour going on. So let's counteract that a little bit with some creaminess, okay? So we're going to add some crumbled goat cheese to the top. We want a little bit more texture to it. So let's add some crisp and cooling sliced radish and cucumber. Really, really thinly sliced, but adding that radish that has that little hint of spiciness and that cucumber that has that little bit of coolness help to bring some variety of flavors into that too. But we still need a little bit more texture. So we're going to we're going to top it with some chopped candied walnuts and some pumpkin seeds and that's going to add a really good it's going to add some healthy fats and it's also going to add a variety of texture to it as well. And then we also want some sort of a protein on there as well if we want to make this a full meal salad. That is a great salad for a side, but if you want to make it a meal salad, you could either add some carbs to it, you could add some farro or some quinoa already cooked and toss that in, or you could top it with some chicken or some roasted seasoned chickpeas as well. Again, make sure your chicken is seasoned. Making sure each component of your dish is seasoned or has the opportunity to be seasoned with some sort of a dressing is really going to make a difference in the flavor profile of your salad. So I hope this helped you in, you know, kind of taking you through a couple of these examples of how to build a satisfying salad. And I hope that you are so excited to go into your kitchen and create a salad that is really satisfying. Salads are one of my absolute favorite meals. And I know people think I'm crazy when I say that, but I think salads can be so satisfying and they're a great way to get in a ton of nutrients as well. So I hope you'll go home. I hope you'll create your own salad. Don't forget to tag me in your satisfying salad pictures over on Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. And if you haven't yet joined us in the Healthy Balanced Mamas Facebook community, we would love to have you over there. We do coffee chats every week where we talk about topics from these episodes, as well as anything else that comes up in just living a healthy, balanced life as a mom. I hope you guys all have a beautiful weekend and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.